So right. How about now? Check, check, check. Oh, yeah. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. I sound louder than you. Well, I sound so Well, you are a bit of a loud guy. Kind of am. You're actually completely unique in... There's no one else that I know who can cut through the noise of a loud bar just, yeah. just by speaking. Just right. by being really excited and yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you from across a yeah. crowded-ass bar that's loud. Uh, dude, especially if I've, like, had a few drinks, if I've been drinking. Yeah. I get loud as dude. And it's, like, it's effortless it's for you. It's crazy. It really is. And I feel like it should be effortless for you, too, because we were both in ROTC. Uh, we had to just, like, they just trained yeah. us, drilled it into us, like, you know, I use can, a commanding voice. I can get loud. I just... Yeah. Uh, I, I'm reserved right yeah but i do i do feel like i'm a little undervolumed you you are much more soft-spoken than i am no literally like on the other recording oh oh yeah yeah okay okay yes that that makes a lot more sense <laughs> uh let's see I check need... check check that's out that sounds good all right i need to turn i need to turn me down a little bit i'm just too oh wait no no, no that was you're lucky to have that option i'm gonna crank you just like oh i'll turn myself down a bit I know, right? I wish I had that option at a bar. Because <laughs> I, 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 is that, that sounds much better, right? Yeah, more level. Good balance. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hate, I hate being that guy. But like, you are. I am that guy. You um, have to embrace it. Oh, man. You can't, you can't fight your destiny. I know, it sucks. It really does suck. Like, sometimes I'll catch people, like, looking at, like, glancing over, like, why is that guy so loud, dude? Because you're it's having crazy. a good time. That's not illegal. Yeah, I mean, I think it just runs in, you know, it's part of who I am. My grandpa was the exact same way. He, really? Like, he, he would just fill any room with his voice. He just had this very, like, uh, just a very, like, his, his, some people's voice, like mine, has just carry. Yes. Like, the, the, yes. the frequency of our voice just cuts through the waves of everything mm-hmm. else. And others just, like, they kind of just, like, hit a wall pretty early on and kind of fall right. flat. Yeah, it's always been that way, man. It's always been that way. You should have been a drill instructor. Oh, man. I remember, like, in, in ROTC, when occasionally we would do, like, a boot camp type thing. And there, there would be drill sergeants, drill instructors. Right. They're just like they'd get up in your face and they just start screaming at you until like they broke you down or realized they couldn't. Right. And like a lot of guys, they were like they weren't loud enough, so the, the drill sergeant would just keep grilling them. It's like, what? I can't hear you, sissy. And I remember every time they would come by me, I would scream just as loud as they would, and they would they would back the f- up. They would just be, they would just move on to the next cadet. Like check almost immediately. He's capable. Just like boom, like. I've always just had that voice. I don't know. But, and that's really the only time my loud-ass voice has served me well. I think the benefit to your loud-ass voice is that when people are hanging out with you, you don't get lost. I was going to say, maybe it's like my, um, you know how some people at Coachella, when they're in groups, they bring flags? Yeah. I just talk. Yeah. And people like, just follow my voice. Like, whenever I'm out with my parents, uh, especially my dad, yeah. he has a very distinctive cough. Oh, shit. This wasn't recording. God dang it! We totally forgot to record that. All right, we're recording it now. Okay, because so I, I had this readers, you can go back. Clapping. We are now speeding. We weren't speeding for the last like five minutes. That sucks. Um, but I, I captured it on the camera anyway. So we could have a special segment for people who can lip read. Yes. Oh uh, well. Um, or we could just redo everything. <laughs> no, no, I mean, because well, I can still use the audio and just say like fast, because it's still the 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 camera mic. 
Oh, the camera mic was, was picking everything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll okay. just be lousy audio for the first It'll just be compressed. Minutes, but okay, so you don't we'll have to lip read, but you can. It is still an option. Yeah, right. If you prefer that to... Uh, Bonus points if you do a bad lip reading. Built-in mic. Right. Uh, because bad lip reading Shout can be fantastic. Mm, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. fact, I was recently re-watching Star Wars. The best. Yeah. And I got to the... Uh, Gets to the part where Luke goes to train with Yoda. Yeah. And instead of watching that, I just went to the YouTube video <laughs> of bad lip reading. Bad lip reading of Yoda <laughs> complaining about getting attacked by seagulls. <laughs> I'm pretty confident I've seen that long ago, but I, I, it needs a rewatch. And somehow that just worked. Like, yeah. It, it isn't necessarily canon in my head, but it just it just felt like the right vibe. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes those lip readings are so spot on where it's like it. It, it's unbelievable how well it matches, you know, like their actual voice or like their, their lips. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause you're talking mm-hmm. about when they do voiceovers, right? Uh, yeah. yeah so bad lip reading, bad lip reading is, is like, they'll they take, dub it. Yeah. They, they the overdub wrong, it. Mm-hmm. It's stupid shit. Yeah. Yes. And then it kind of works the other way too. Sometimes they'll, um, uh, they'll, they'll write lyrics over They won't change the song, but it's a song where the, the, the singer is singing really kind of weird. You can't really tell it's ambiguous what he's saying. And then they'll just invent, They'll make up some bullshit lyrics. Oh yeah, and they'll throw them on screen, and it really does sound like they're saying those words. How, how many times have you had a song where you had listened to it a bunch of times, and then you finally were listening to it along with the lyrics, and you're like, "That's what they've been saying the yeah. whole time." Yeah, hundred percent. I can't even think of any examples right now off the top of my head, but like so many, so many times. Uh, I remember there was I forget what it was some a discussion board or something and they were talking about misunderstood lyrics and the two that stood out to me were um, hot blooded chicken of the sea <laughs> what <laughs> instead of hot blooded check it and see I don't know what hot blooded check it and see <laughs> got a fever of a hundred and three okay. but they were they were every time this person was listening to it they were hearing chicken. Hot blooded chicken of the sea. <laughs> All right, that's that's very understandable. And and I get behind that. Uh, I actually like that lyric better. And, and now you can you can make that your own. Like you can choose to perceive it that way. And also, I will never unhear it, so I, I might as well. Um, what's that? There's some other song. It's something something going down like a deuce in the night. <laughs> um. I, I think that's the correct lyric. Who's who's that by? Uh I don't remember. I don't it sounds like an older song. It is. It's 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 you know classic. It's classic rock at this point. Okay, yeah. Um but somebody was mishearing it as another douche in the night. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh man. So as I was yeah, saying, uh my dad yeah. has a very distinctive cough. Okay. So it's like a it's like a sonar ping, like oh. I've like ever since I was a kid I I knew the sound of that cough. Yeah. So if I was, you know, at Fry's or something wandering around and I heard that, right, it was just like him pinging his like location. It's so like so I, so I, I knew I and it's not even intentional. He just he coughs every now and then. Yeah, yeah. But I just was automatically aware of of his presence. Is it is it one of those? noises where one of those sounds where it's like you can it's like also direct very directional like you can tell exactly where it's coming from kind it's of. pretty dis- yeah it's pretty it's pretty directional so it's almost yeah. like if i had a mini map it would be like something something pinging, pinging over there right. yeah <laughs> nice 
Nice. You got you got a you got a real life HUD. So so it's hard it, for me as a kid. I I only got lost once. Yeah. Uh, that I can remember, and I would I would say a large part of that is due to just the built-in the, the the sonar system. But I remember I went to Disneyland, Disney Disney World. In Florida. In Florida, which was, was awesome, and I walked in. Uh, I don't remember what area it was, but it was like an entrance to one area of the park. As soon as I walked in, huge Buzz Lightyear display. Yeah. And I was just like Ooh. mesmerized. Yeah. And I stood. I'm. I don't know how long I was staring at it. Yeah. It was. It was so cool. <laughs> but then I realized. I looked around. And I was like, I'm surrounded by strangers. I don't know anybody around right. here. Right. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I'm lost. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> I was I was like lost for like 5 minutes and then Which I feels like, like an eternity. Oh, it felt like 30 45 minutes. Yeah, right. It's like you're on acid. When you're a kid, you're just always it's like you're always on psychedelics. The time the time Two dilation was real. Is an hour, dude. And fortunately, it was it was easy peasy like my parents found me. They were just they weren't even like mad they were just a little worried and then yeah you know we proceeded to have a great day at disney world do you think you wandered off from them or they had i just stood there oh okay they I kept just going stood there wrapped they kind of kept going staring at this wonderful buzz Lightyear right. display yeah and i they should they should have known better honestly than to just assume that i would follow them because <laughs> i have a history of getting distracted shenanigans right but i can't hold it against them you know right sure uh but yeah disney world that was that was a core memory for me, man. I my grandparents were generous enough to get like pretty much the whole family together. Yeah, fly them all down to Florida, put them up in a nice hotel. Yeah, uh, in like one of the Disney hotels. Nice, um, which are not cheap. No, and uh, I went and had you know breakfast with the with the characters that that whole event. Yeah, got uh, oh, and that's where I ran into that. That flower, uh, that's that stanky oh. ass hot flower. Oh right, right, right. That uh, that I that you were infraredding. Uh huh. That I had the whole story about. Nice. Um, Wait, so how old were you when you went? I think I was. Oh, oh. I think I just Goomba. lost. What? Oh, Goomba's Goomba down. went bust. He's too far. Um, Rest in peace. I want to say seven. Oh yeah. Um, that's 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 when Disney like <clears throat> Disneyland's like the best. The digital camera had just been invented. Mm. Uh, like, like, well, I mean, the government was using digital cameras for spy satellites for a just, long time before yeah, that. Yeah, for a main commercial use. For commercial stuff. use, yeah. Yeah. And so there was this one booth where it was like, you go and sit, and it takes a digital photo of you and prints it out. And it's not really amazing quality, but it's like, sure. this is a digital photo. Exactly. Like, this is the future. Yeah. Uh, Damn. And then there was that's a wild dude. That's and actually, crazy. my mom kept that picture. It's like it's actually pretty cool now. Yeah, that's like one of the that first. Was one of the very first digital photos, and one of the first ever. It's got me. Yeah, my ugly mug in it. Uh, yeah. They also had they also had this thing that was like, you know, you stand in front of a blue screen, because back in the day it was blue screen. I don't know when it went from blue screen to green screen who they realized green was just the better color for it <laughs> i think i think it the case in point it was really funny somebody somebody went up there because you're supposed to like do a weather forecast thing yeah they're wearing a jeans jacket and so it was just like their head, <laughs> their head floating, floating. <laughs> That's yeah so good 
there's a there's this guy on Twitch. He uh, I don't know his name. I think he's like a a teacher or professor or something like that. Really quirky, kind of scrawny looking guy. And he uh, his streams are just like him in a in a green suit, kind of like Green Man, except <laughs> except for his his face, his head, and his hands. So he's kind of just like this floating head and hands in space. And <clears throat> what is he? What does he? What does he get up to? He just he does weird. He, like he uses he utilizes the green screen, just to to create different illusions. Like having okay. his having his the rest of his arm appear, or um, just pulling things out of midair. Just fun fun tricks with green screens. Okay, like almost like a magician in a way. Yeah. Um, but just using digital effects. Uh, it's just, he's, it's very funny to watch, but it's like, yeah, it's like, it's at some point it switched over from blue to green. And right. It, it has to have been, we just found out it was the better method. I remember, I think I saw some, some pictures of sets from like Star Wars, uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing blue screens. So at some hmm. point between then and now, the main, the main, seems to have changed to green maybe maybe it's because uh like jeans jeans are blue oh things are blue maybe we have a lot of blue way more blue clothes and they're like this is not people don't wear green so much except they on don't saint patty's day christmas maybe uh, do you wear green on christmas well i guess green is a christmas color but i guess it's you a christmas necessarily... color. okay it'll it'll be on a christmas sweater sure yeah yeah but yeah people don't wear much green outside of that so maybe that's it We'll have to research that. Okay, so I had a story I was going to tell. All right. And it was this... Uh, I just want to say, for the record, that I believe that 7th and 8th grade age people are some of the most uh, terrible humans on the planet. They're the worst. They're just middle school. It's yeah. like, th that's like when you're the most toxic. Yeah. It's just your toxic brew of hormones and yeah. bad society. It's and when you stop, like it's when you start hating your parents and like, stop thinking they're cool. Yeah. It's a, not a good time. And, and I don't know why this story occurred to me. Oh, you were talking about stuffing. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I made a, a bra stuffing joke. And I you, was, you said you had a good story about this. It's not a, I don't know if I would call it a good story, but it was one that stood out to me. Okay. I was extremely unpopular. I, and so that just goes to show how uh, how intent on humiliation these, these kids were. Right. They roll up to me. There's, there's uh, some girl who's like, she's really upset. And, and they're just like, hey, have you heard about stuffing? You know, they're asking you this, yeah. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. They're yeah, like, why don't you ask blah 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 about it? I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I didn't realize it for a while. And then I was like, oh, they were they were doing that thing where they like they they found out she was stuffing her bra, and then right. they were trying to out her and shame her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was completely, I was like, complete totally brick wall. <laughs> yeah, right. So you didn't <laughs> ask her. I I was just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. What's what's going like. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They they picked the wrong person to be curious about about that sort of thing. Yeah, you, you just showed zero interest. I did zero. I had, you were completely clueless. Mm -hmm. It's like that joke that uh, Shane Gillis makes. It's like, dude, Biden is like Trump's kryptonite in a debate because he just doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> 
they'll just call him names and Biden will just stand there like, what? What, what, what does he say? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, that was basically you. They were just, they wanted a reaction out of you. They wanted yeah. you to do something. They were trying to yes, prompt you. They were trying, they were you. trying to, they were trying to like get me to jump on the shame train. Right. So that you would and, embarrass the girl and probably yes. embarrass yourself as well. Well, it wouldn't probably have been, it wouldn't have been a good look for me, but she would have had the worst of it. For sure. Um, but my ignorance saved me. Sometimes uh, that, sometimes that works out that way. Uh, I you see know? that you have holes in your socks once again, and I I feel like I feel <laughs> look, like there's look, there's some shaming look, I, coming I just, your way. I just got back from Vegas, and I just got back from Vegas, and I I burned all my good socks in Vegas. <laughs> so I, I just need to do laundry. This is just this is just bottom of the barrel sock. This used to be first in line. All right, now it's now it's on its way out. Now it's okay. it, it's it's in okay. last place. So rest assured, this one's probably fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're all screwed all these if you see the gray tips they're it's no good oh man it's no good okay so uh maybe maybe this is a sponsorship i don't know uh opportunity yeah um but i've heard good things about darn tough socks oh uh since you seem to be very intent on just just you're like you're like the cats with the phone <laughs> you're just like i i yeah. will i will destroy all socks do, do you go like slide down the street in your socks <sighs> no i don't know what it is <laughs> i just do a luge every morning <laughs> in my socks i just skateboard without shoes um i think maybe it's it could be just because a i, I don't ever replace them like they're just they're, i've had these for years and then also i have i tend to have i have very flat feet if you haven't noticed do you have loose fitting shoes they're not really. I wouldn't say they're loose. So your feet aren't like rattling around in there. No, no, no. They're they're. Huh. I always buy like well fitted shoes. Okay. Um, and I actually just got a new pair of shoes in Vegas. Are you excited about them? Dude, I like them a lot. But I bought them because my old shoes were literally falling apart. I get to Vegas. I go to, well, much like, like your socks. Yes. <laughs> seems to be a common theme with my clothes. I get to Vegas. I uh, Sunday night. I unpack, set up everything. All right. Um, I kind of want to go downstairs and, you know, get some food. So I start putting my shoes on, go to tie my shoes, shoelace rips in half, just completely tears in half the first night of Vegas. I'm just like, and you're not the kind of person to go, Oh, right. let me just pop on over to CVS and get a, re a replacement shoelace. No, no. But honestly, those, it would have been, it would have so been a waste. Definitely. They, they were so far gone and I didn't realize it. Until and Mel didn't realize because they were just shit kickers. Like you, just, you don't you don't look at your shit kickers. You just wear them until they're exactly. They're shit. Well, they used to be like my going out shoes, and oh. even up until very recently, they were my mm -hmm. going out shoes because I really only wear that one pair of shoes, maybe another pair, but they're like Converse or whatever. Yeah. So I I've been wearing those. I didn't realize I've been wearing that. I bought those shoes like three years ago, and it's been they've been my dailies for three years. Oh. So I didn't realize how what pieces of shit they were until I was at the shoe store changing, like trying on new shoes. Mm -hmm. And I have this, this photo of my, my old shoe and my new shoe right next to each other. And it is, it is insane. It is absolutely insane. Like this is the new shoe and this is the old shoe. Like I look, it looks homeless. This is like a homeless shoe. No, nothing against the homeless, but you can't even see there's, there's rips on the sides where you can see my sock from the side okay. of the shoe. It's, and, and but one you gotta, of the shoelaces is completely torn in half. I think you have to. I think you have to concede, though, 
that about three years of near daily use it's pretty good is is pretty impressive like right like that's not bad for life of shoe yeah true true so you got a replacement pair but, of the exact same type uh pretty much more or less the same i just okay. kind of found a similar style same color and stuff but the reason why i bought new shoes wasn't even because of the shoelace or whatever breaking it was because i realized after i got to vegas as well that the one thing i forgot to pack was pants <laughs> i packed zero exactly zero pairs of pants so I you packed, packed you packed shorts i packed what the only shorts the only shorts i was wearing just the shorts i was wearing and and i, I packed 10 shirts three hoodies for some reason and zero, <laughs> zero pants, and only the shorts that were on my body. <laughs> I wore the same ex- pre pre Mel getting there on Friday because she met up with me after CES had ended. Mm-hmm. I wore the same pair of shorts the whole time, and that goes for like going into like the booths and like having meetings. I'm just the only guy at the event in shorts. Wow, at a trade show, at a trade show, and they're not even like nice like dress shorts. They're just like whatever they're kind of frayed at the ends like this <laughs> with busted ass shoes okay so you but so you got Dude. new shoes but at the same time you did not get new pants i did so okay. that we went to the i went to the strip mall or whatever a strip mall in vegas uh to to get pants and then while i was there i was like i might as well get new shoes because these are these are god awful they're falling apart so i bought an entire outfit i got a new shirt as well the reason being is because i had a nice uh mel and i had a nice dinner reservation and mm-hmm. i wasn't going to meet dress code i wasn't going to meet the dress code with my so current you had, wardrobe so you hadn't I literally packed had any pants yes and you hadn't packed a shirt that was formal wear correct it was all t-shirts wow yeah i didn't have a single dress shirt single collar shirt you need a life coach i do like a holistic life coach mm-hmm. Like all areas of your life need really coaching. Do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's pretty bad, dude. It's like I'm a kid. It's like I'm a seven-year-old kid. Uh, I don't um, think... Okay, I know I've screwed up at packing before, but I've never I've never omitted an entire half of my body's clothing. Yeah, this is the first, <laughs> this is the first for even me. It was pretty bad for even me. I think I was just... This is the most... This was the most gear... And film equipment I'd ever brought to CES. You did. You event. did have to put a lot of stuff together. I brought almost my entire studio's worth of of gear and yeah. equipment. Um, I've never brought that much before ever, and I was just so stressed about missing something really important for the for the interviews I was filming that I just completely blanked on all the other stuff. That's understandable. I mean, and because it's like I always make a checklist yeah. before, but it's always like a gear checklist. It's like. I never make a. I never add to the checklist things that I never ever forget to bring. It's like I of, never put sh- t-shirt on there. It, you take like pants for given. granted, right? Exactly. Yeah, you really do until you <laughs> until you have don't have them and really really need them. There was one. There was one dinner. It was like a corporate. It was Corsair. Like Corsair invited me to dinner, and so Josh and I show up, and, and I'm, you're wearing shorts. I'm wearing a hoodie and shorts and my <laughs> shitty shoes, and they have a giant sign that says dress code out in front of the restaurant, and we get there, and I'm like seriously reading it and i barely made the i was like probably one sock off like not meeting the dress code okay it was like, so it was it was vegas so you had some slip some leeway um but not necessarily because it was a nice restaurant there's uh. a lot of really nice like fine dining restaurants mm-hmm. this was kind of like more bougie but not super bougie okay but they had they still had a huge dress code right you know sign right in front and i was like oh my gosh am i gonna make the cut 
And uh, fortunately, shorts were allowed. They were just discouraged. They, but they were like, no swimwear. You had to have closed toe shoes, which mm-hmm. you could argue mine weren't because I had so many holes you had in them. Your toes leaking out <laughs> yeah, the side. Dude, they, were, they were peeping, dude. I was like, stay in there. <laughs> Don't say hi when we walk by. Um, but yeah, dude, it was, uh, it was wow. a much needed wardrobe upgrade. Okay, so I, I also did some traveling. Yeah, yeah, you went to Portland. I went to Portland. Uh, it was a first. Uh, I also got to experience like snowfall. Oh, was it snowing there? Yeah, it, like oh, literally oh. the day that we got there. Yeah, I've never been there when it's snowing. It snowed, and wow. then it was chill, and then the weather the day we left was perfect, and now it's like raining ice. Oh, well, you got really lucky then. <laughs> perfect and it was cool for me because i've i've never been in fresh snow oh really like i've been in i've been around like old snow before okay yeah but i've never been i've never experienced like i've never looked out the the window and seen snowflakes coming down oh wow yeah damn that must have been cool it was uh i developed a new signature move which is slipping on ice (laughs) is that uh intentional move or that's just a uh it was came naturally it was mostly unintentional i do seem to have a little bit of a a call of the void sort of effect around ice where Mm. i'm like i kind of want to step on it yeah right so initially initially too many video games yeah no (laughs) i it's fun i I found this whole fast travel nice like skating rink smooth patch of ice yeah that was like trapped in a uh planter sort of thing yeah and i was like I'm going to get on this. And I was just like scooting along and then boom. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, ice you, is slippery. You don't exactly have the lowest center of gravity like me. No. In fact, I have rather a, a long distance to fall, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. So so I fell, uh, yeah, three times and I uh, developed a reputation for being untrustworthy around <laughs> ice. Um, but it was a very cool experience. Uh, I got to you know, experience snowfall, which I got to say, damn, we got it good here in California. Yeah, definitely. Because literally, literally three days of being, dealing with snowfall. Yeah. After day one, I was like, can this go away already? Right. Yes. And having to, imagine, imagining having to deal with that for like a season or uh, two. Months. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to be like, no, uh, like I, I enjoy my trips to Big Bear because they're three days long mm-hmm. and I can just go right back to 70, 80 degree weather. Yeah. Sunny, maybe a little, a few clouds, just, just perfect t-shirt and shorts weather. Yeah. Or anything I want to wear. And I don't have to worry about shoveling my driveway or if my car is going to start cause it's too cold outside. Yeah. Josh, who's from Iowa, he, uh, he said that it's negative 40 degrees right now back in Iowa. He said that, um, yeah, cars won't start, and like schools canceled for a lot of kids because they just can't walk without like risking yeah. death. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, the hell of dangerous, it's man. Insane how good we have it. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Even like Vegas, like Vegas is. It wasn't bad there. It was it was cold, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't bad. But it's like it's a land of extremes, you know. In the summer, it's like 115. Yeah, and you easy. can't walk your dog or whatever the hell. It's like it's it's debilitating at certain parts of the year. And and we don't have that at all. 
but they don't but they don't have like freezing winter they just it gets cold it gets cold yeah but it doesn't it doesn't get stupid cold right exactly yeah yeah same same here california i can i can understand now i think a little better why my parents back in the day came out here and it was supposed to just you know be for work for a few years and then they, got they were from virginia uh yeah and and like the midwest right and they stayed for a long for sure. time. Yeah, I'm I like, mean, if you can afford to live here, mm-hmm. what, where else? What, what's better? I guess, just I guess it just depends on your priorities. There are some people. Yeah, some people are like very, very politically minded, and they don't, they don't want to live in a place that's not in line with their political mindset. True. So they will sacrifice uh, a lot, you know, of. I mean, there's, there's, okay, so, so yeah, weather, but then also Portland has this cool thing, no sales tax. Yeah, that is true. Like, I was like, man, if I knew that, I would have gone to Portland to buy a car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the main, that's the main downside of living here is, is just money. It's, it's expensive. Everything's expensive. Real estate's expensive. Taxes are a lot. Um, Property tax is insane. Just cost of living in, in general. Um, outside of that, I mean, there's not really a whole lot that I would complain about. I mean, there's traffic, obviously. There's, there's lots traffic, of traffic, but that comes with the territory fires, of there's fires, mudslides, some, some earthquakes. Earthquake. Yeah. But, but all right, I guess. But we, but you know what? At the end of the most day, of that doesn't affect us too much. Yeah, to be honest, unless yeah. you're just unlucky and you're in one of those high risk areas. Um, like I, this house almost burned down <laughs> like a year or two ago. But yeah, outside of that, outside of that. I mean, it's just a. I guess if you if it's just yeah, I would say political affiliation. It's like I don't want to be a bun- around a bunch of libtards. Yeah. Well, I can't shoot my guns out here, you know, <laughs> whatever the hell. Yeah. Whatever or like you know like I I got I caught a little bit of that when I was like because you know I've modded my car and stuff mm-hmm. and like I don't know you, you change your windshield wipers to yellow and it's like that's that's against the law in California or, or like the emission laws are really strong here. Yeah, they're really strict. I mean, yeah. California is very strict about a lot of things. But um, have you seen have you seen what it used to look like when we had like really bad smog? We had really great sunsets. <laughs> they were wow. Beautiful. You are a silver lining kind of <laughs> dude, man. Always just trying to keep it a hundred, <laughs> keeping it positive. <laughs> But yes, no, of course. I mean, with with the level of traffic we have, it makes sense. I can't imagine what would happen. It would be, it would be Armageddon. It would be Snowmageddon if if <laughs> if there was like a, an inch or more of snow that hit L.A. Oh yeah, it would be shut down for a week. It would. We're not we're we're not ready for it. We're not equipped to handle. We're not it. we're not equipped in any way psychologically, physically. Yeah, right. Just or or infrastructure wise, infrastructure. Yeah. None of it. I mean, we, we freak out. There's like funny clips. They're not even parody videos. There's just actual clips of the news on, on YouTube, little bites where it's just like, and the weather's really picking up. It's, it seems like it's going to be a, a rough winter. And then, and then there's just a shot of like this tree flapping in the wind. And it's like, you can see that the leaves are blowing. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just not leaves. my leaves. <laughs> the leaves are just waving in the wind gently. We're freaking out. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we're I, little bitches, dude. One of the weather things that I do like about California is the Santa Ana winds. Mm, yeah. Uh, nice breeze. I, there, you know, a lot of people I think find them unpleasant because they tend to be really dry and dusty. Yeah. But there's something about, 
there's something about very strong wind that I find like a little bit intoxicating. There's something about uh, like being outside when it's really windy and hearing the trees just like having the wind whip through them. Mm, yeah. That uh, it's just it, it's delightful. It's like uh, huh. I never really got that. I think from wind, other than like if I'm walking around town or I'm sweaty for some reason because I'm just generally a hot blooded sweaty person. It's like there's nothing like there's nothing better than a fresh gust of wind. Mm. You know, that's like, oh yeah, totally, totally. I'm just like, oh yeah, like I'm glad it's not like our our air isn't super still all the time. It's yeah. nice to have some wind. It's just it's it's like it's refreshing. Yes, a nice a nice gust here and there. But I I, I don't think I've ever like gotten turned on by it. <laughs> I don't know you're, that I would use the term turned on. You're a bit of a pervert. <laughs> I, I I guess um, guess I'm a little bit of an arborphile. <laughs> Arbor file while you're into trees, yeah, but but only when they're getting up by the wind, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. only when they're getting their leaves rustled really hard. <laughs> That's when you can really taste that sap, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I, I have this distinct memory of being, uh, in some some church uh retreat or something, yeah, up in the mountains, and it was all pine trees. And it was super cold and it was super, super windy. And I just loved hearing the sound of the wind cutting, like of the the, the pine trees cutting through the wind. Kind of whistling. Yeah, that exactly. It's yeah. like if you take a tree branch and you just swing it around really fast, right. that times one million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh was all those pine trees having the wind f- go through them. And it, I don't know. It just it just it's like my ASMR. Yeah, for sure. I feel like if I was on a psychedelic, I would I would appreciate it even more. You probably would. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, like, that's just wind flowing through a tree. And it's making this crazy noise. And you actually have to lean into it. It's like, yeah, right. You have to lean into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like nature whistling. It's like yeah. realizing for the first time that nature nature can whistle. <laughs> you know? And that that's more than most people, a lot of people can do. A lot of people can't even whistle. I can whistle, but I can't snap my fingers. You can't snap? Can't snap. That one sounds way easier. That, is way that's easier. my confession. Really? Yeah. I feel like I can do I've everything. given my bl- myself blisters trying to figure out how to snap my fingers. I can't I can't do it. No way. How? All you do is just apply pressure on two fingers until it until it naturally just slides off. But you're not doing it hard enough. You gotta you gotta you almost pretend like you're Oh wait, hold on. Okay, so instead of instead so wait, of, you can't snap your fingers either. No, no, no. Because I was trying to emulate what you're doing. Okay. So I think maybe what you need to do is like dig your dig your your thumbnail more into like lead lead with your thumbnail, not the the bomb of your thumb. If that makes makes sense. A little bit, a little bit in between. I'm just, I'm gonna get a blister again. I can feel it. Really? That quickly? My 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 finger is pissed off about this. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I can do all those things. Like well, all, all the you're, weird things. You're very multi-talented. I am very uselessly. Speaking of confessions, Multi- double jointed and all that. I happened to check the Discord. Yeah. And on, in our confessions channel, there is. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's a cry for help or if it's somebody who pasted a password in there. <laughs> but I, I just. <laughs> There's I, a fine line between those two things. Obviously, we all know that. 
Uh, it's equal sign zero B H 14 semicolon P L open bracket apostrophe. I think that's just one of our feline members. I think that might just be a cat. <laughs> that that could be cat like like typing. Yeah. I think we got some cat fans out there. <laughs> I did meet I did meet a cool cat in Portland. Oh yes. Uh Vesemir. It's our friend Jeff's cat. Jeff our friend Jeff who lives out there. Yes. Vesemir. And I realized that I take your cats for granted. Oh. In some regards. Okay. They are very pudgy and uh snuggly and chill. Yeah. Um, Vesemir is very lean and active and sort of standoffish, mm-hmm. but he's really good with his claws. <laughs> Which could be a very good or bad thing. I mean, depending on the context, he's really good at like, like if you're playing around with him and he's batting at something. Yeah. Like he does, he goes soft paw. He doesn't, he right. doesn't like go claws Quiet. out. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Right. I appreciate a cat who who is mindful of their claws. Right. Your cats are not mindful of their claws whatsoever. Well, do they? Does, <laughs> I'm sure Jeff and Caitlin actually cut his nails too. Uh, they actually did, and they and they bathe him. Yes. That's cri- okay, but he's cool with it. Like he clearly. Doesn't I don't mind. think he loves it, but but he's he won't uh, lose like go ballistic like my cats would. The, your cats would go berserk. They would legitimately. Yeah. They would. They would need to be sedated. Yes, they would. Yes. If not, they would immediately slash my throat and then just find another human to feed them for the rest of their lives. That would be you. With no problem. <laughs> They're just eating your dead body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. That's brutal. Uh, yeah. Portland was fun. Uh, yeah, what'd you guys get up to over there? It's a nice It's a nice place. I ate so much good food. Oh, oh they have so much good oh, food there. Oh, man. Chicken and waffle, this, oh. this salmon scramble. Oh, man. Pizza, and then the next night, pizza. Yes. I can't complain about that, although I, it was a dis, it was a Detroit-style pizza, which was really interesting. So it was it a was, uh, focaccia crust, mm-hmm. and then cheese and pepperoni, and then each... Each slice, it was like square slices, yeah. had a dollop of marinara on it. Okay. So it was almost like reverse Chicago deep dish. I forget. How do they do Chicago deep dish? Hmm. Do, they put the, do they put the marinara on the top? You mean above the cheese? Yeah. I forget. I don't. I think it's. I've had it before. I just don't remember. It's like a. I don't think so. Like a whole layered thing. Anyway, this Detroit style pizza was quite good. But was it deep dish? Uh, it was okay. And uh, I had to share the the uh, a bed with Mike. Nice. Who who steals the covers? By the way. <laughs> yeah, so he's a little thief, dude. I I proceeded to unload a blistering series of pizza fueled farts on. Nice. Him. Oh, that is amazing. I I did he did he? I notice? think he slept through most of it, Damn. but it was still it was still kind of satisfying. You know, yeah, satisfying. It was it was uh. Oh, what's the word? It's such a good word. Um, cathartic. <laughs> Very cathartic. <laughs> cathartic? Yes. <laughs> yes. Highly cathartic. Um, yeah, dude. Mike's a fucking... He's a little thief. He just... He sucks to sleep he, with. He grabs, he grabs the covers, and then he twists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He roll. He, he's he's like, like a crocodile. He, he does a death roll with right, the Right, he does the death roll. Yeah. Yep. It's like... 
can't wait for him to like have a girlfriend <laughs> and just like hear all, like just hear all the stories we're getting pissed off at him in the middle of the night. Okay, here's a thought. Here's a thought. Yeah, yeah. His and her blankets. Like, uh. you share a bed. Yeah. But you each have your own set of blankets. You know, comforter, duvet, whatever. I could see that going wrong though. It's got to be designed in such a way where like neither party could like pinch the other ones down. You know what I mean? Because if one of them rolls towards your like on yours in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and then suddenly like you're trying to do the mic thing but then your partner's like pinched your blanket down mm. you know what i mean okay okay i have an idea yeah full size full size duvet mm-hmm. but down the middle uh there's uh magnets sewn into the lining okay so basically it's just like it connects in the middle yeah yeah, yeah. And then if in if there's a if there's a blanket hogging situation that happens in the middle of the night, <laughs> the magnets will the magnets will give way. Yes, it's like a safety release, or safety you can manually damn. just rip it off. Yeah, and then it would be a pain in the ass to wash because it would be sticking to the inside of your washing machine. So mm, true. Uh, if you're trying to steal my brilliant ideas, good luck. <laughs> uh, but if you do and you succeed, I'd like a little, you know. A little, a little Skrilla, yeah, a little Skrilla for my time, for my thoughts. Wait, what do you, what do you think about? Because I think Mel asked this uh, to me the other day, actually, coincidentally. What do you think about like couples who sleep in different beds? It's a good question. Um, I'll be honest, I get better quality sleep by myself. Same, I think most people do. Um, Especially the older you get, it is really nice and comforting to sleep with someone and just like you know, have have their presence. Yeah. And uh, warmth and affection and all that good of stuff. Course. Yeah. But logistically, I I I don't like how ha- I don't like when I, if I'm sleeping with someone, I just get woken up a lot more in the middle of the night. For sure. I'm tossing and turning more. There's yes. more. There's more logistical complications. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. And that will obvi- oftentimes, you know, cause me to wake them up. You know, which I don't feel great about. Yeah, it's a feedback loop. It's not great. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Um, I. It's funny because, like, you know, when when Mel and I first started a relationship, we could like fall asleep, like while cuddling. You know, Mm -hmm. like with her, like my arm around her. And then, and and then you wake up and your arms numb. Well, it's interesting. Maybe it's because I was drinking more back then. (laughs) I was like always pretty buzzed. But, like, for some reason, I think it's just when you're in that new honeymoon phase of yeah. a relationship, like, you're just, you're just so comfortable that it kind of overrides, you know, how you traditionally sleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after a few months or whatever, actually maybe six months to a year, it lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. I was I was just, like, slowly, like, like Re- reverting start, to reverting back to my old sleeping habits, yeah. just, like, sleeping alone on my side or whatever, like, facing away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she would be like, is everything okay? Like, I don't know. Like, we had, she was like just concerned that maybe something would change. I was like, no, 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 it's just because... It's just comfort. It's just more comfort. Like, I, I can fall asleep easier this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so now what we'll do is, like, we'll, we'll kind of do the cuddle thing for the first, like, five, ten minutes mm-hmm. when we get in bed. And then once I'm really to, re- ready to pass out, like, sh- sometimes she'll even, like, tap me out for me. She'll be like, all right, like, give me the double tap. Because <laughs> like, she knows. She's like, okay, take your position. Yeah, yeah. It's almost <laughs> like, you know, when they let go of the rocket and the rocket falls off. Like, she does. We do one of those, dude. And I just keep <laughs> I just keep going into dreamland, dude. 
um, it works out pretty nice. But that's good. That's good. Like, so we have a system because you communicated you communicated about it. There's no sense yeah. of like like fear or resentment or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, it's exactly. just like you know, oh, you're you're not all cuddly. It's like, well, I'm I'm cuddling is fun, but I'm being practical. I'm trying to get right. sleep right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. The, and that's okay. Yeah, for sure. And she totally gets it. Totally gets it. That's awesome. So yeah, we worked that out. But I I. Don't even blame like couple. I know some people are like, "Oh, it's weird if like couples don't sleep together." It's like it's only weird if it's weird if like it's for other reasons besides practicality. You right. Know, if there's like underlying issues or whatever, you got to talk it in therapy, whatever. But if it's just for practical reasons, like, dude, by all means, like sleep apart. Like sleep is incredibly important and often dictates for me whether or not I'm gonna have a good or bad day tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's huge. Okay, so it's like, I I seem to recall old shows from like i don't know the 50s like they would always depict uh, a married couple mm-hmm. as having two beds yeah like i love lucy yeah okay right right and that was because by by having that depiction of them having two beds it didn't give it didn't give the explicit implication right. that they were sharing one bed and doing adult doing activities it. in that bed. Yeah, yeah, for uh, making whoopee. Making what whoopee, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like literally, like back then, sleep, like just having two a couple in the same bed, even if it was a married couple, was too hot for TV. It was wow. too, it was too risque. It was too too progressive. Was that was that a reflection of reality, or was that just TV being censorious? I think it's a like was bit that of both. a common practice? I think it's then? both. I think it's both. Um, okay, no, no, I don't think that's real. I see what you're saying. No, I don't think it realistically they actually slept in separate beds. I don't. I didn't either. But there's no way. There's no way. If you had if you had separate beds, you could push them together and make one big bed for the TV or for 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 people who sleep. They want it. They want to be a couple. They want to snuggle and whatnot. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then they want to break away and just, <laughs> just motorized. Ex- exactly. Once you both fall asleep, and, <laughs> and yes. then as as it's like you know nearing your your wake up time in the morning, it slowly goes back together, and so you wake up together too. Oh, that's sweet. It's kind of sweet, right? I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's basically, it's not even it's not even separating because you don't want to have like a hole that you fall into in between them. Sure. It just it just extends. It's just a bed that gets way wider. In. Oh yeah, like a dining table that has like a, an insert, a middle yes. insert. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a six seater, or now it's an eight seater. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I, I could see that. And if yeah, you have like extend bed, if you have super super like long blankets and they're like fixed at the bottom of the bed or something, right? Then they'll just kind of sort themselves out as as that expansion phase Dude, is happening. That need to be a big bed though it would be a really big I, I have a king and it's like it's already just barely like I'll, I'll still have a rough time sleeping sometimes yeah when when the two of us are in there so like imagine that extending to like what like a double king that's insane dude king and a half the, king and a half you could have no furniture in your room <laughs> or okay okay uh oh what if it went like this turned into like a bunk like a bed bunk. yeah kind of like bunked it okay so you're completely that could work that could work, although changing height in the middle of the night while you're sleeping can be dangerous. <laughs> I was thinking sort of like a like a big uh, like right down the middle of the bed. Yeah. Uh, once once everybody has assumed their sleep positions and they're snoozing, uh, sort of just like 
a, a, a soft barrier comes up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So like a like a memory like a big memory Wait, foam kind of triangle. Is this still with the pops up out of the mattress? Even with the bunk idea that I'm saying, or what? No, no, oh, your, oh, your idea is stupid. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. If those soft, if you had some soft bumper rails, you know, like the like the ones from bowling mm-hmm. that popped up while while it was shifting, you know what I mean? And there's too many moving parts, parts, man. You like oh, you're man. laying with your arm off the side of the bed. It gets cut off in the middle of the night because the bed's moving around. You're gonna get lost. It's, it's got sensors. It, w- it won't do it unless unless that, all the conditions are right. It's. I mean, if if that technology is baked into my litter box for the cats, we could do it for a bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to my knowledge, we have not washing machined the cats in the litter box yet. So we, we have the technology. I mean, if you're if you're willing to invest, I will stand back and watch and laugh. <laughs> I still like my idea. I feel like it's pretty simple. All right. So wait, wait say your idea again. It's I, just I a part of the part of the mat, like the center part the of the center. mattress pops up. Just just yeah, raises up a little okay. bit. Yeah. So you know, like yay high. Right. Yay highs. Yeah. Just a nice, like, okay. poofy memory foam barrier. Sure, sure, sure. Kind of just and, creates a partition in, in right. your king-size mattress, so it's and, like two individual it, twin beds now. Right, right. That makes sense. And uh, it d- that doesn't that doesn't uh, interfere with, you know, blanket management too much. <laughs> or if someone's laying right in the middle, and they just, they just get a wall. You pass out on your bed, back. like... <laughs> Lying sideways, and then you wake up, and you're like, why is my pelvis thrusting why towards is, the ceiling? Why is my neck broken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Don't pass out on your back. PSA. Don't pass out on your back. Yes. It is bad. It's dangerous. It's... it's, it's uh... What do you mean? Well, I remember the first, the first time that I went to Vegas... I was very stupid, uh, and I found out what a three-day hangover is like. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember specifically Oof. waking up on my hotel room bed. Yeah. Fully clothed. Yeah. I had just done this on the bed. Yeah. Like my feet were on the floor. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I had my shoes on. Yeah. My feet were on the floor. Yeah. And then the rest of me was just flopped onto the bed. <laughs> right. Still fully clothed? Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yep. And uh I was not in a good uh situation physiologically. Uh but that is a that's a very dangerous thing to do because if for some reason I had vomited, I would have choked on my vomit and died. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. So I like to throw out PSAs every now and then. Mm-hmm. One thing I read about that I really liked was this practice somebody had come up with called turtling, which is whenever they're at a party and somebody is super messed up, you want to have them on their side, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to let them get on their back. Right. They would take they would take like a backpack and just fill it full of just like clothes or whatever. And put it on them. And put it on them. So they can't be on their <laughs> so back. So they can't be on their back. <laughs> And they called it turtling. That's pretty. And funny. I was like, "That is a good. That is a good homie right there." Yeah. Like they just they just patrol the party and they make sure to take care of people. That's nice. I appreciate that. That's nice. It's like a little uh, kickstand for for your buddy. Especially if you actually have like a change of clothes for that person in the backpack. Right. Like 
like the rule. Okay. Rules of the, I have to imagine that like, this would be a great system. The rules of the party is you have to bring a change of clothes uh-huh. and a backpack. Right. And then, uh, obviously if you, if you require turtling, it will be applied to you. <laughs> but then when you wake up, you're alive and you have a fresh change of clothes. That's true. In case you do throw up mm-hmm. on your side or whatever. Yeah. You get a little bit of puke on, on your, uh, on your outfit from the night before. Right. Got or if you bag. just have Cheeto stains all down, like pizza, right. pizza, whatever yeah. disaster. Yeah. You know, these things happen. Trying to keep your parents from smelling the booze on you when you get home. Yeah. So if you, if you bring a change of clothes, yeah. then that just helps everybody out. And then if you take a shower, you can change your clothes. Right. And you may be hung over, but you know, it's, it's. It's not as bad when you you know you're you at least you take you got a shower and got some fresh clothes. A cop showing up to like a high school party, (laughs) and there's like six kids passed out on the ground with backpacks on. And then there's there's the one sober kid, and he's just like, "What? We're being responsible. (laughs) We're just turtling, sir." What's this new thing the kids are doing now called turtling? <laughs> Don't Google that. <laughs> Damn kids in the TikToks. <laughs> You're all under arrest. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, dude. That's a good. That, that's like putting a boot on a per, like a car boot, you know? Like, yeah, but putting but, a uh, boot on a car. But less less of an asshole move and more, uh, more safety and uh, yes, right. wellness inclined. It's a boot for good. Yes. I like that. Boots for good. I really like that. It'd be funny if a kid still managed to roll on his back anyway. <laughs> just, just, just sprained his back. <laughs> and then throws up down his forehead. I don't know, man. I don't think you can get... If you're, if you're just rolling around out of it and you have a backpack on, I don't think you're going to end up on your back. But Yeah, no, you're probably right. We should probably test it out. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't. Because I know that I would be the guinea pig for that. 100%. And I cannot I cannot deal with hangovers anymore. Oh, it's man. just not worth it. Yeah, I uh my my hangovers are not nearly as bad as they used to be. Huh. They used to be vicious, dude. Vicious like incapacitate me for twelve hours all day, the whole next day. Yeah. And then I think at some point, um, I don't know. Maybe it's like it's like you know when you smoke weed, you, you would cough at first when you mm-hmm. first start smoking, yeah. Because you get those little hairs on your throat that get irritated, yeah. But then the more you smoke, it burns those hairs off. It kind of singes them off over time, and so you don't really have those nerve endings anymore. So it's like, I think I just damaged my liver enough to the point where it just it, it just gave up. Dude. I think basically you you took your liver to the gym and it and it manned up. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you. I don't know if you'd call those gains, but I don't think they're the best kinds of gains. But I yeah. think they're gains of a they're type. type of yeah. It's a gain gains of a color, <laughs> gains of a color. Yeah, dude. But yeah, my my hangovers are not that bad anymore. And you've you've also adapted your your strategy. Like you, do you pound water before you go to sleep? Uh, it's it's sometimes hit or miss. it's hit or miss. But you always I'm better than I used to be. But good sometimes at like I miss waking up and immediately getting electrolytes and water in you for sure. For sure. You but, learned the value of that. Yes. But back then, it was like, if I, by the time I'd wake up in the morning, it was already too late. Like, I was just going to have a bad day. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, they just used to be so bad. Where, where it's like, I was so nauseous, and I kept having to, to throw up. Mm-hmm. I would throw up, like, a dozen times a day. 
That is the and worst. It, I mean, it was, it, and it was like that. I would, I would do that almost every week, because maybe once a week I would get hungover, just you know, young, early because 20s, college, college, and all that, you know, beer pong, whatever. Once a week I would get that level of a hangover, and now nowadays. I mean, I feel like sometimes, not often, but sometimes I'll drink just as much or around as much as I used to, and I don't even get close to that. I haven't had one of those in, like, maybe two years, something like that. Maybe, I'm maybe jealous, longer. Man. Like, maybe I, longer. It's a roll of the dice for me. I could get I could get hungover, or I could get stupid uh, acid reflux for the next three days, or I could get both. Right. Or I could have a, I could have a, jolly evening and be you know minimally the worst for wear the next day but it's it's totally inconsistent damn that makes it really hard to to drink i i think yeah when you just don't know i it, what it's, you're gonna be dealing with it's life man it's life it's unpredictable it's a box of chocolates never know what you're gonna get yeah other than blacked out if you're stupid yeah <laughs> <laughs> And turtled. And turtled. Do you think Forrest Gump would be offensive nowadays? Like, do you think that movie would still fly? There's a there's a lot of movies that are not even that old that, right. that like people are like That's canceled. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Forrest Gump has some the fact that by today's standards, some extremely uh questionable things and themes. Like people would get upset that Tom Hanks isn't really like the actor Tom Hanks, he's not he's not actually retarded. Yeah, or Devel- developmentally disabled. I can't even delayed. say that. I can't even you can't, say you that. can't. Well, it's like Tropic Thunder. Like like Tropic, Tropic Thunder, Thunder is probably the most canceled. Is a gem. It's so good though. It's 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 the last great comedy. And and the, it's the, the last great comedy that we were ever able to make. We we can never yeah. go back. Yeah, that was the, uh, that was the cutoff. That was the Tropic threshold. Thunder was the threshold. It was the cutoff like where they were actually like, you never go full retard. Like that was the whole, that was a whole bit of the film and you can't even say that word now. I think, I think what Tropic Thunder did was it, it channeled, it channeled some of the same kind of energy as like blazing saddles. Yeah. Where it was, it was, it, that's good. It was like, it was self-aware and sort of, sort of like, I'm taking myself super seriously, but it's funny how serious I'm taking myself. Exactly. Right. Because I'm doing stupid shit. The whole idea of that was like, it was satirical of like how, how seriously, how we should not take ourselves so seriously. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Like it's Hollywood actors trying to be all Hollywood and they're just the butt of the joke. The whole yeah. movie. It's not meant to be offensive. It's not meant to target anyone. It's just laughing at ourselves in general. And and the DVD commentary is damn good. I still gotta go around. That. <laughs> that's that's my that's my Shawshank, dude. You have Shawshank. I've got the DVD commentary of Tropic Thunder. That's, that's true. That's true. I'll get there one day. We'll, we'll both get there. Um. <laughs> yeah, Mel Mel still hasn't, dude. When I show Mel that movie, if I show her Tropic Thunder. She's like she's Gen Z, so she's gonna be like she she's she's never experienced movies. I actually like that. okay. She, I hate, she's gonna be her jaw will drop. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would actually watch a reaction video of her <laughs> watching Tropic Thunder, dude. Oh my god, yes. We should. I'll let I'll let you be there. I'll let you be there to witness. I'll charge like five dollars at the door. Whoever wants to see it, like Gen Z watches Tropic Thunder for the first time. This is gonna be a whole event. 
Oh man. I'll roll out the red carpet for you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's just gonna be like And the best part is I cannot believe. Yeah. The best part is she will have no idea what it is going into it. Right. She'll have right. no she'll, she'll, it'll just I've be given blank, her some, blank I've slate. given her some tidbits. I have given her some okay. some, but she doesn't Shame know the you. she does not know the full extent. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that that is kind of insane to think about. Like only like you're and I like our generation was the last one to, to get the wave of that, to like experience you mm-hmm. know, like we always like it's frequently talked about like, oh, we're the last one of the last generations to actually know what it was like to grow up without internet. But yep. it was also kind of like we're one of the last generations to grow up like before the, the woke war three type, the cancel culture and all that too. Yes. It's like th- those times were so different just 10, 20 years ago and 15 years ago. I feel like, you know, it's weird because now I, I go, those were good. Those were good. Like free, like there, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of hate and incrimination in those times. But at the same time, I don't have uh, a appropriate perspective to be able to make that 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 claim. Sure, like yeah. I am a white cis white male. Yeah, so, so am I. So. Half, but still, mostly by you and can large. Pass, you can pass for a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> I can. But I yeah, can. but ultimately, can. you know, I can go. You know, it, back in the day, it was it was it was so chill. Like like people got along and now and now everybody's going on about about this and that and yeah i just want to be an old man right about it but at the same time mm, i i i didn't i didn't experience any kind of you know substantial uh challenge or oppression or right anything i've been very lucky in my life yeah so I don't know how how uh, you know authoritatively I could comment on it, other than to say, I agree. It seemed like things were really nice, and then yeah, all of a sudden there were a lot of issues. And I think that you can make the argument that the that you know it's fair to say that these issues existed. They're just now being brought into the limelight. Um, at at the same time, um, I don't like dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know. I think that's very fair. I I honestly think like, yeah, maybe we were we were not woke enough back then. Yeah, maybe it was a little too loosey goosey. Yeah. and it's like you you're right. Like my perspective perspective is very limited as well. I was very privileged as well. Still am, but you know, I, I never really like. I watched that movie back in the day with my friends, and mm-hmm. not all of us were. It was a diverse crowd. Yeah, and and we were all laughing our asses off yeah and that's not to say that maybe you know one of one of them in the group was just kind of like secretly like oh this is kind of bothering me i feel a little uncomfortable who's to say so maybe there is some positive i think there is some positive to to how much more aware we are of like people's feelings and how something might be interpreted on a grand scale but i also think that like anything in life like if you like extremes are never too good in either direction so it's like I feel like at some time, like sometimes there might be an overcorrection. I believe in the sanctity of comedy. Yes, the sanctity of comedy as Same. a safe space. Yes, to explore difficult and controversial issues. Right. That will make some that will make some people upset, but it's the whole. It's it needs. It's a space that needs to be, like, 
able to have those difficult conversations through the lens of comedy. Yeah, exactly. So that somebody can get that that conversation started. Right, right. And yeah. and I think that to a degree is it, you can apply that to Tropic Thunder. Definitely. Yeah, I, and I think it's um that's exactly like you, you you I couldn't have said it better. I think that's exactly the way that most people who find that movie funny see it. Mm-hmm. But if you were to show it now, it's like what you just said would still not be an excuse. There'd still be a a group of people, a sizable group of people nowadays that would say, well, you're still profiting or benefiting in some way at the expense of these marginalized communities or people that you're poking fun at. Yeah. And I feel like both are true and both have valid arguments. But how do you, okay, how do you have a business venture of any sort at this point that does not offend in, anyone? Uh, it do, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't utilize uh, some, some group being, being taken advantage of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like right. so much manufacturing has moved out of China because China got to the point where they're like raising wages and improving working conditions Yeah, to the point where our addiction to cheap shit was like, oh, well, we can't get away with that in China anymore. So let's go to Vietnam. Right. Exactly. Um, Someone's always going to have, I mean, that's just, that's how it's always been. Or you can, you can, you can put all your heart and soul into it, make a product that is made with love by people who are treated well and paid well. And it's an, $18 cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, it just it's it's just it is what it is. Like this is just how our society works. It's how it's yeah. this is how it's always been. This so is you can have how it, it's always going to be. You can have it cheap and some there's so there was some suffering that that's that was your coupon. Right. Or you can have it expensive and you're putting good vibes out into the world but you're paying out the ass. Right. It's like uh, Nestle versus Erewhon. Have you ever been to Erewhon? What's that? It's this bougiest grocery store that is very LA. There's one in Abbott Kinney in Venice. That's oh, like, are they farm to table, mm, locally grown shit like that? Okay. But they went viral on social media and TikTok and shit for like having a fifteen dollar smoothie. Oh, it was like just a prepackaged smoothie that they make there it's 15 dollars. like everything there like mel and i anytime we go to that area we just we always go in there and the whole time we're just like look at how expensive this, this toilet paper it's 85 dollars. like a bottle of water is like 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 a nice bottle of water mm-hmm. maybe a liter m- might be like 12 bucks 15 right bucks. it's just right. one of those stores and it's like okay yeah like your conscience is clean mm-hmm. perhaps because it came but your from bank like, account is empty yeah exactly dude so but okay I, that's yeah. that's the good place in a in a nutshell Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was such a good show. That was the best. This is the, one of the best. One of my favorite shows. Um, yeah, but that's what it boils down to. Is like, yeah, in this day and age, you go to buy somebody roses, and you make their day better. Right. But those roses were grown and harvested by people who are, you know, uh, look like me. <laughs> yes, Kyle, they look like you. <laughs> Perhaps a few shades darker from being out going, in the fields. Going back to the comedy thing, you know, we can always <laughs> just, we can have a good okay. time. Just what, fun. what ethnicities have you been like had had assumed? Okay. 
it's easier for me to answer which ones I haven't been assumed. Okay, fair. fair. <laughs> let's go that. Let's go that route. All right. No, no, no. So people have. Uh, I mean, we're in LA. People speak to me in Spanish all the time. Okay. Um, people speak to Spanish. Yeah, people speak to me in Spanish. Sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's probably just they're not even like hoping that we speak Spanish. It's like that's all they got. Yeah. Um, but definitely, but people, some people people really start conversations with you in Spanish for sure. Um, and then uh, also, I mean, Filipino people think I'm Filipino all the time. Um, Pacific Islander, uh, Hawaiian. I get Hawaiian sometimes. Hmm. Um, sometimes people will say. Like, I've gotten Vietnamese. Surprisingly, like, very few people have just guessed Thai. I think that the only ones that have are You're because... T- you look too beefy to be Thai. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, I don't know how the Thai people are so skinny. Because, like, they have they just, a lot of they noodles. They just have slender frames. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, you know, it's the half-white in me. Like, my dad's side of yeah. the family. They're all, like, a bit more heavy. Yeah. So I get it from him, um, from them. But... Yeah, I guess maybe like because my I'm a bit more rotund. Sometimes I'll get like Samoan or something. I think I've gotten that like at my heaviest. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you're Samoan, and I think also I was like much tanner, so I was like a little bigger and also much tanner. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, so it's like it also depends because like my skin tone fluctuates or it changes, and also like my weight fluctuates sometimes. And depending yeah. on what weight and skin tone I'm at, I could I could be confused for completely different. So basically, you have you have I'm a like yeah, you have built-in disguise capabilities. Yeah, right, right. I'd be a great actor. I could play any role. <laughs> I could play any role. You just have to get a get a tan or not. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Or lose weight or gain weight. Uh, you know, how or great just... would it be to be paid for, to gain weight for a role? Yeah, where you're just eating ice cream. That'd be pretty cool. Or I think I think it was Christian Bale. He was literally just melting ice cream and drinking it. Oh, was that for uh, when he was Dick Cheney? I he played. I think he went from Batman to someone fat, and he gained like sixty pounds or something crazy. I think he did play Dick Cheney in a movie, and he was hella fat for that role. Oh yeah. And they're like comparing the, the that to him and the Machinist when he's like, a hundred and he ate thirty hundred twenty pounds for I don't know how long it was, but he was eating a can of tuna. Or an apple and a cup of black coffee every day. That's it. That's it. Can of tuna and an apple. Literally starving himself. That is crazy. That's like well, well, well below the poverty line. That's like North, <laughs> North Korea, dude. Yeah. North Korea probably looks at that and goes, damn, he's guys having Thanksgiving every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. North Korea. I really like North Korea is just like it's an abscess uh, on the planet. It's yeah. like it's it's full of terribleness. Yeah. And when it bursts, it's going to spill out everywhere. Mm. And we just we just like everybody Ooh. agreed. Don't poke it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a very good way to put it. <laughs> just, it's just, just going like, to be a pus volcano. Maybe it'll go away on its own one day. Yeah. Right. But we're not going to encourage any kind of. Any, yeah, no. Yeah. N- nothing good will come of that for for the rest of the world. You're right. We already got right. all the good Korean shit from South Korea. Damn right. We got the food. Got the Samsung. We got the K-pop. <laughs> got the Samsung. Got the LG. <laughs> Dude, have you have you heard about how uh, companies like Samsung are actually like? 
political like oh yeah political they, entities they run Korea. the whole town yeah dude. it's, it's insane they are yeah they i forget the term they but, control everything mm-hmm. they really control everything yeah i mean it's like we think it's bad here like the blending of politics and corporations it, i mean it, it's yeah. pretty much one to one there it's, it's one and the same it's like a really I don't one know if it's same. plutocracy i don't know if that's the word but it's definitely some kind of ocracy but yes, they they control everything. I think uh, what was it? They were like Toyota, Samsung, and then there's a few other I think huge like, players. If you see any like ads of like K-pop mm-hmm. stars, which is K-pop is massive there. That also controls everything there. Like mm. none of them are allowed. None of the celebrities are allowed to use Apple or iPhones. So, oh wow. Yeah, I think like a fan was trying to take a selfie with one of them, and the the fan had an iPhone, and the the, the celebrity couldn't even do it. They're like, it has to be. A I Samsung. can't be. I can't be photographed by an Android. Apple product. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it can't be caught dead. With wow. That. That's how tight it is, dude. They're in a tight ship over there. Yeah, I've heard some. I've heard some horror stories about K-pop uh, contracts being like. Oh, dude. I indentured servitude. I'm not even gonna try to go in, go go into it. I'll wait for an episode where Mel's here, uh-huh. and it'd be cool if we get all three of us on. She could just tell you some wild shit about how how it works. I would and be interested to the, hear that. Just how they're managed, micromanaged to a T, like beyond anything that you would imagine. Um, just kind of crazy shit. They're not allowed to like be in relationships. You know, if they're if they're caught in a relationship then they, like they're basically done like their career's done um they, they control the because man- they broke their contract yes because they broke their con like it's in their contract like you cannot have any public relation or any relationship period because that makes them less seem less desirable to a male audience because they mm. suddenly break the fantasy of being able to, to yeah. date anyone yeah yeah and then also like they you know for the women at least they they control what they can and cannot eat they have like they weigh them every day, right? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, they're, they're certain, like they cannot. Their management will say you can't eat or like skip this meal. Having to it's weigh, crazy. getting, having to get weighed every day, Dude. is hard. I yeah. I struggle to weigh myself every every couple weeks. <laughs> I, I haven't weighed myself in a while, dude. I mean, I don't even have a scale here. I don't even have a scale. I am utterly unsurprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Why would I go out and buy a scale? I don't want to know how fat I am. I had how much weight I've gained. Why would I do that to myself? I had an interesting discovery this weekend. I use Fitbit, and at some point, I had used my parents' uh, Fitbit-enabled scale. Yeah, and at literally years ago, and I had completely forgotten about it. Um, and at some point, I was this this weekend. I was looking at my Fitbit because I was like, I've been doing all this, you know, hiking around, walking around, like, oh, oh my God, I got all my steps and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, I weigh seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, it had my my weight registered as seven pounds. <laughs> and it was because I think my parents were using the, the scale to weigh packages or something. Oh, God. And somehow it applied it to my profile. <laughs> I was like, I should probably adjust that because I am not a human <laughs> a novelty pencil. <laughs> you are not a newborn. Yeah. That's the only time that that weight would make sense for a human. That weight and that height? <laughs> and that height. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the height was correct. The height was correct. <laughs> yeah. Over six feet at seven pounds, dude. 
Yeah, what are you with? <laughs> eel? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm hungry for eel. Mmm, unagi. Ah. <laughs> uh, All right, we've been going. We've been going for a minute, so we'll call it here. Uh, guys, you should join the Discord. Um, maybe we'll read some more passwords or uh, cries for help. Anyway, whatever you whatever, guys, whatever that whatever was. that was, we'll read it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be right back next week. Have a good week. Adios. Uh-huh.